Well, I hate to use buzzwords, but I'm going to. Think about it in a sort of a DevOps lens, the idea that it's all interconnected. If you're not thinking about security when you're developing your apps and when you're designing your infrastructure, it's going to be trouble for you. It really needs to be something that's baked in and that's integrated and that's thought about from the outset. That's really what it comes down to. Tony Palmer is an analyst at the Enterprise Strategy Group, known as ESG. Specifically, he says in his bio, he's a senior engineer providing independent, hands-on validation and analysis of emerging IT hardware and software products. In another podcast, we chatted in more detail with Palmer about a validation he did with Nutanix clusters running on AWS. In our interview with him, we thought his comments about a data-driven world were worth sharing, so we produced this podcast to touch on his background, his thoughts about the Nutanix clusters test, and digital adoption in general. This is the Tech Barometer Podcast. I'm Jason Lopez. Tony Palmer is from Oyster Bay in Long Island, and he started his tech career as a bench tech in New York, building PCs and servers, as well as architecting networks. He continued working across many different segments of the computer industry, from small companies to large ones like Dell EMC. But for the last 15 years, he's been at ESG. Lately, I've been spending a lot of time thinking about security and thinking about application security in particular and and how security works in the cloud as compared to in, in the physical data center. It still does come back to having consistent tools that you can use to both visualize your environment and to act on issues, right? So it's the same philosophy you'd apply to really anything when you're trying to migrate apps to the cloud. You need to be able to know what's going on so that you know what's going on. And so is cloud security just computer security with another name? Considering that there has been an ongoing shortage of cybersecurity skills in the industry at large, it's at least as challenging as security anywhere else because organizations can't find enough of the kind of smart people that they need. There's not enough talent to go around, is what I'm saying. I mean, it can certainly offer enhanced challenges when you've got a different tool set You've got you know, a different networking paradigm and methodology that you're working with. There are some very interesting companies out there that are providing solutions that are unifying that approach. What's going on in a more philosophical light as cloud adoption increases in the world? Is it no longer merely a fancy name for remote computing, or is it arguably a sort of OS? In one form or another, this kind of stuff has been around for a very long time. They said the same thing about virtualization, right? Oh, mainframes have been able to do that forever when VMware was first bouncing around. However, like what happened with virtualization, what's happening to the cloud is it's maturing and that maturation is rapidly accelerating. Now what we're finding is it's really becoming a viable place for your business to live. And smart organizations are working toward a true hybrid cloud environment, right? Where they have complete app mobility and complete mobility of their data, or rather avoiding mobility of their data at all by keeping it in both places so that their business can run anywhere, anytime. You can get access to them anywhere, anytime. That's one of the major promises of the cloud. And I think that we've made a tremendous amount of progress to get us there. 
Enterprise Strategy Group does research and validation and provides advisory services in the tech world on a broad range of segments, from cybersecurity to converged infrastructure. When Palmer started 15 years ago, it was known as ESG Lab, but there was no physical laboratory. Lab was eventually dropped. Our lab is virtual. Palmer's virtual lab looked at how a typical organization would fare by running Nutanix cloud clusters and showed some dramatic improvements in deployment times and lowering costs. What is lovely about a cloud solution was all done remotely. So there were clusters deployed in Amazon. Test that from anywhere. And also what that means is anyone can duplicate the results that we found here. Anyone can set up exactly the same cluster and run it and really validate almost everything that's in the report. The ESG report is entitled Evaluating Clusters for Hybrid Multi-Cloud Environments. Palmer says it shows major performance gains with IT installs of Nutanix clusters, and that is a reflection of a digital transformation happening in many verticals where data is becoming a business driver. Some of those verticals are massive and have yet to fully make a digital transition, such as healthcare. What's going to be possible when these behemoths actually start really working with their data? What is that going to open up? What is that going to unlock in terms of research opportunities? And it's really kind of mind-blowing, the potential that's there. The main thing they have to be really careful of, of course, is security and compliance with how they manage that data, dealing with HIPAA and GDPR and um, being able to find useful applications for that data while making sure that it's in fact secure is going to be key. And so not to compromise their own agility, as it were. Another interesting case where an industry seems to be flying under the radar when it comes to IT adoption is agriculture. But the reality is ag tech has been a thing since the late 1800s. The dance agriculture and information technology does has much to do with the fact that farms aren't in the business of innovation. Or to put it another way, failing fast isn't a viable business model. They need innovations to be proven before being put in the field. Still, ag tech is one of the most active industries of data-driven technology innovation and adoption. There are a lot of really big problems to be solved. Harnessing all that data and actually applying some intelligence to it is going to be hugely important as far as increasing crop yields without doing more damage to the soil and also hopefully not harming the ecosystem while you do it, which is a much more complicated problem. It's all huge. Palmer points out that no matter what industries you look at, data is becoming the force that drives business. So we asked companies across industries about their business. What is your business? And to what extent is data a part of your business? So what we found was there's a little more than one in five say data is completely our business. It's a digital product or service, right? And then there was a bigger chunk of that who said, well, data is a major part of our business, but we offer both tangible goods and information-based products and services. And then there's another solid chunk. So altogether, we're talking about 80% said that data was either was their entire business, was a major part of their business, or helped their business, and they were planning on digital information-based products and services. And so for me, again, agility, efficiency, being able to deal with this data, and to deal with this data, you need to be able to house it and host it and process it. And that's exactly what Nutanix is focused on and has been for a very, very long time. 
Tony Palmer is a senior engineer and analyst at ESG, where he does validation and analysis of emerging IT hardware and software products. If you're interested in Palmer's report, Evaluating Clusters for Hybrid Multi-Cloud Environments, you can find it in a great article by Tom Mangan on the Forecast page. Go to theforecastbynutanix.com to see it. And if you want to hear more from Tony Palmer about the tests he did, look for that companion podcast piece on the Forecast podcast page. This is the Tech Barometer Podcast. I'm Jason Lopez. Thanks for listening.